Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Rayanne. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. Okay, I have a funny story. Let me hear it. So one thing about me is I never know the lyrics to a song, mm-hmm. ever. Me neither. Like one of the ones my sister likes to remind me of the most is I thought it was, throw some sugar on me. Oh wait, is it pour? I think it is sugar. Pour some sugar. Uh, Which one is it? I don't know, but the fact that you can carry a tune like that, I know. you were already 10 I'm steps ahead of, of me. I was in musical theater. Yeah. You were? Yes. Wait, I don't think I knew that. I mean, I wasn't like, the thing is, my favorite fun fact, I can sing show tunes, but I can't sing any other anything else. I literally wasn't even allowed in my church youth group. That's how bad of a singer I am. Dude, me and Mr. Jersey were jamming to Hamilton the other day, singing like at the top of our lungs. Oh, he likes show tunes too. He can sing show tunes as well. Interesting. He can actually kind of hit it. Like That's pretty mm, good. You know, the tune. Okay, <laughs> but I have a, the latest one of my mess ups okay. is, you know that song, I Wanna Be Sedated? Yeah. It's like a 90s. I think yeah. it's by like the Ramones or something. Okay. I literally was listening to this song and everyone around me singing it. And I'm like, hmm, it's interesting. I've never heard those words before. I thought it was, I need a piece of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is terrible. And I told my sister. She was with me and she was literally like, Ran, that is insane. I was like. I don't, this is really strange. I, I've literally heard that for, I, that's what I was hearing in my ears. Wait, that's so funny because I didn't even know what the actually correct lyrics were, but I want a piece of bacon. Like, I'm sorry, is no. this like a brunch jam? But like, no, what? You, can, no, you can hear it. Like, it was I like. I want a piece of I bacon. I knew that. Was that, that good? W- that was kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> you remember when we did karaoke once and I got annoyed with you because you were bringing me down? Right. He's like the type of person who chooses like the most serious karaoke song. I'm like, oh, okay. We decided to do Shallow with Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. And her tune was throwing me no, off. It is a fact. I am tone deaf. But you want to know what's so funny is that I worked retail for so long. And sometimes, like, the Nordstrom soundtrack just hit. Oh, yeah. And I would just be singing at the cash wrap. And one time a customer was like, wow, okay. <laughs> like, I would just be folding tables, like, folding sweaters. And I don't think I realized how loudly I would sing. And it, sometimes, like, customers would be like, that is not okay. <laughs> like, your manager was probably like, Christina, you need to stop singing. Yeah. You're scaring the customers. Because it's, it's not like it was good, you know? If I had that's a lot of passion. Sh- that's shocking. But I agree. I There's only one song that I know all the lyrics to. Actually, a couple. And they're all third eye blind. <laughs> but that's because I liked this boy in high school. And we would, like, talk on the phone. And we would just read all the lyrics to third eye blind together. And, oh, like, listen romantic. to the soundtrack. I know. It was kind of hot. That's so um, So I knew him. And I used to literally say them. Like, I would write them all over in my notebooks then. Yeah. So that's, like, the only album that I know the lyrics album. to. Yeah. We'll work on maybe. I actually like just, like, kind of being creative with the lyrics and making it making them my own. Yeah, me too. Steve always calls me out on it. Steve's Steve. someone who is such a good singer. Wait. Steve can sing? Steve can sing so Stop. well. You know who he sings a lot, which is, like, so random. You would never expect this. You know Frankie Valli? Like Jersey boys, like he can get so high pitched, and Steve has such a deep voice, you would never assume it. I would, I need to hear Actually, Steve. Steve always says, like, 
before both the kids were born, he's like, gosh, I hope they don't get your music, Gene. <laughs> I was like, that is fucked up. You can't carry a tune, though, to be I honest. I can't, I can't. So in like his fairness, but he's really, really good at music. Wow. And actually, Does sometimes he... I feel bad for him. He's like, yeah, I used to want to be a DJ when I was younger, but my family couldn't afford like all the equipment, so I just never did it. And so I bought him like a DJ equipment once for a gift. Wait, that's so cute. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's sad. I like, could see Steve He was really passionate DJ. about it, yeah. Wow. So can he play any instruments? He doesn't play instruments. And it's kind of sad because I think if he had the opportunity, I mean, now he can learn if he wanted to, you know what I mean? But yeah. a lot of that is what you're exposed to growing up. But he loves music so much and is pretty talented for someone who's had no training at all. Wow. You either got it or you don't. You got the rhythm or you don't. And yeah. actually, I take that back because I think I have some of it, but I don't have all of it. Like, I, it's hard for me to keep a beat. But, like, give me on that Hairspray soundtrack and I can sing. Anyway, what's going on in your life? <laughs> Wait, first I need to know if you watch Traitors. Okay, yes, I watched the first episode. Okay. Well, I still have, like, ten minutes left, but so I don't know who gets murdered. Okay. But. What are your thoughts? Who of the cast do you <laughs> like? Do you like the show overall? Tell me it all. All right, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. It's good. I'm, I'm pushing through it. Like, okay. I hope after the first episode, like, I'll like it better. Because I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is so good after the first episode. I need to, like, but I'm going to give it a go for the sake of our show and okay. our discussion. Perfect. And the fact that we will finally, after years, have a TV show that we both watch. Okay, I love that. And I appreciate you <gasps> for making this commitment. I do think that it is, it is the type of show that you need to give it at least three episodes. Even though I was interested in episode one. But the first episode's like, kind of confusing. You're like, what is going on here? Not enough drama happens. You need to let it build up a little bit. And then it gets so so good yeah because then I'm like trying to figure out like okay what is the strategy I don't get it so that's why I'm like huh you don't know who the traitors are at this point you don't know who gets murdered Yeah. yeah Yeah, and I actually don't know who most of the people are on the show. Interesting. Okay. Mm. I didn't know who most of them were either. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I only know Ek and Sue. Oh, yeah. And she's so cute. Isn't she so cute? She was cracking me up when she's like, you know, people look at me and they just think, like, I'm this hot girl. <laughs> but I'm actually really weird. I can bend my arm like this. And I was like, <laughs> like, but the thing is, she is weird. Like, on Love Island, she was so weird. Like, she's this hot girl, but she would, like, do Harry Potter voices. And the guys on Love Island were, like, freaked out. But she genuinely is. Is it's like a weirdo. A weirdo. Like she's yeah. like a musical theater nerd. Got it. Those are the vibes. Who's really hot. Who happens to be very sexy. Right. No hate to musical theater nerds. They're all, you know, but she is very sexy. So I'll give it another go. Okay. Well, something I've been obsessing about is love languages. Okay, because I have realized that I think my love languages have changed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, what were they before and what are they now? They were acts of service and gifts. Mm-hmm. And now they're acts of service gifts. Quality time. <laughs> okay, so you're just adding them on. Physical touch <laughs> and words of affirmation. And I feel very passionate about that. Okay. Before I was like, ah, quality time, like it's fine. But now I'm like, no, I need that quality time. And actually, I really do feel like quality time means more to me than gifts, which. Okay, Before so now I really give love- us your new ranking because all you did was just list all of the love languages. Well, I do feel passionately that I'm a well-rounded girl and I need all of them, to be honest with you. Oh, my God. I think it would be quality time. Acts of service is still a way that I receive love. Okay. Physical touch. Okay. Words of affirmation gifts. Okay. And gifts used to be number one. That is interesting. That is interesting, right? Interesting. You're like, I got too much shit now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's why. I need to be snuggled. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are yours? My top one, hands down, is physical touch. Interesting. Like, it is like, I know 100% is physical touch. Really? Mm-hmm. That used to drive me crazy. Like, if a guy was, even Steve, like, I'll never forget this one time we were in Italy together. 
he kept trying to hold my hand. And I was like, can you like, I don't need to hold your hand every second. He was so upset and hurt by it. And I was like, oh my gosh. Is that his love language? That's definitely one of his love languages. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But now you would love that. No, like I could be touching someone constantly. Like I, you and not like even with friends. Yeah. No, not as much with friends now. Yeah. But like in a romantic partner, I'm like want to be like touching you near you all the time. Yeah. And then I would say quality time. Wait, were you like that with your ex? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I was very much like that with my ex. Quality time. It's like number two. And then I would say like words of affirmation and then gifts. Gifts, oh. acts of service. I would say gifts is last. Mm -hmm. Even though I love things, I'm like very picky with things. Mm -hmm. Like I would, and acts of service is like four. Okay. If you're picky with things, would you rather have someone surprise you with a gift or would you rather give someone like a list of five things that you want and have them choose one for you? My ideal scenario would be that they would have a note on their phone yes. and write down when I say I like something or want something, then they write it down. So when mm -hmm. they give me a gift, I'm like, oh my God, you remembered I said I wanted a Cartier love ring right. three months ago. <laughs> That is truly, like, that would be so powerful. I think that's ideal. That's my ideal situation. Okay. But I know that's not necessarily possible all the time. But boys, take notes. Have a note on your phone and write down when she says she wants something. Mm -hmm. So when you're like, oh, my gosh, I have no idea what to get her for her birthday, refer to the note. Right. And I guarantee you she will be very happy. Definitely. And Definitely. it'll be worth it. But my second scenario would be um, that I just give them a list of things that I want because – Honestly, like, if you give me something I don't want, like, I'm just kind of, like, I'm a very much a Rachel Green. Like, that's going back, and I'm swapping it for something I oh want. Oh, my gosh. Wait, it's so funny that you say this because I grew up in a household where my mom returned every single thing that my dad got her. Every single thing. And I was talking to my friend Jason about this because I forget what it was, but Steve got me something Gosh, I wish I could remember what it was because it was a really nice gift. But I was like, oh, I just feel like this was expensive. Like, I didn't really need this. And I was talking to Jason about it. And I was like, should I return it? He's like, oh, you cannot return it. He was like, what? He's like, that is the most tacky, awful thing ever. You can never return a gift someone got you. I was like, wait a minute, what? And he was saying that his husband wanted to return something that like I think his in-laws got him. And he was like, how could you do that? That's so rude. You accept a gift and you're happy about it and that's it. And I was like, wait a minute, are you kidding me? I was like, I grew up in the opposite household. My mom literally returned every single thing my dad got her. Every single thing. Wow. So I think it was kind of like ingrained in me, like, oh, if you don't want something, return it. Well, I would rather use that money on something I'm going to use. Right. You know, rather than it just like <sighs> sit in a was. drawer. It was that green Balenciaga bag. Well, you didn't want that? Steve, I liked it. And it was actually cute. Like he heard me talk about it. He did exactly that. He heard me talk about it once. I was like, oh, I like that. And he got it. But I think for the amount of money it was, like I would have maybe like chosen something else. And now I feel like I can never wear it again. Oh, yeah, you can't. Exactly. Actually, I did wear mine the other day. I was like, no, you know what? I spent good money on this bag. See? Ugh. No, I, morally, I don't think I can. I cannot for what it represents now. I know. You can do you. I know. Ugh. I'm just a hardworking woman. Anyway, okay, I have a question for you. Yes. In what order do you do the following three things? Okay. Hair, makeup, outfit. Are we showering? <laughs> of course you're going to shower before you do your hair and makeup. I don't know. Sometimes I do my hair like I'm getting ready and it's like two-day hair. Oh, I see, I see, I see. I thought you were putting shower into the sequence. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm 
going to get dressed. Do my hair in the shower. I was like, Christina, that's literally a moo point. Wait, what is that? Mew point. I don't even know. <laughs> okay, so yes, you just took a shower. You washed your hair. Okay. This is like, you are going out. You like want your hair to not have an ounce of grease in it. Mm-hmm. You want to look hot. Yeah. Like you are going out. I'm for sure doing hair first. Hair first, okay. Hair first, always, because my hair is not that thick. So if it dries too quickly without me doing it, then I'm like, fuck. Do you know what I mean? Okay, I see. So, and if it's curly, like, like I got to get on my hair right away. But I have an outfit in mind. Do you know what I mean? If I don't have an outfit in mind, then I'm putting my hair in one of those microfiber towels and going to my closet and looking for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I'm in the shower, I'm already thinking, Harry? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> curly or straight? Like, I've already... <laughs> God. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Is this like too much of a detailed answer? I already have to have some sort of outfit in mind to know whether I want my hair curly or straight. And then I have to know what outfit I'm kind of wearing for how I want to do my makeup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But really I'm doing hair, makeup, outfit. What okay. are you doing? I am doing makeup, hair, outfit. Okay. That is- I don't understand that. Because I don't understand how, okay, if you do your hair, so my hair is also, you know, not the thickest on the planet. Yeah. But like, so if I like push it back in a headband while I'm doing my makeup, it like stays like that. Or if I like put it in a clip, like there will be a dent. So like, even when you have the creaseless clips? Well, maybe I should get some. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if I get those, my answer will change. But I don't have those. So right now, my Mm. answer is I do makeup like while my hair is in the microfiber towel. Mm. And so that thing is covered in foundation and then i i do my hair but then again this is in the winter in the summer i would get too hot and sweaty so i'd have to do my hair first i think and then my makeup i think that's always why i have to do my hair first is because i feel like if i'm blowing it out i'm getting like hot yes okay but i will say sometimes if i am doing a blowout and i like I'm kind of in a rush. I will do makeup first mm-hmm. and then blow out my hair because I'm letting it dry as much as possible in the That's towel. That's the same. What I will say is since we get our hair and makeup done sometimes, it is such a game changer if you do your makeup first because then when your hair is done, you feel gorgeous versus oh. the opposite. Wait, and I feel like I always get my makeup done I first. I know, and that's why you're so obsessed with yourself. And I'm sitting there being like, yeah, this is okay. <laughs> All right, next time you can get your makeup done first. Thank you. Okay, I have to tell you something I'm obsessed with. So. Two weeks ago, we talked about, like, the crazy things that we've done that men have made us do, not us. Like, we were not in control of our bodies because these men have been so crazy. They made us go psycho, It wasn't our fault. It was absolutely not our fault. But I've been thinking a lot about it. And I was thinking about this one time. I was in high school, and there was this guy I really liked. And he treated me like shit in retrospect. It wasn't like he was mean to me treating me like shit, but, like, the amount of things I would do for this loser, you know what I mean? Okay. Ew. So this one time, we were all out together. We were, like, going ice skating, and it was so much fun. It was, like, a huge group hang, and he texted me asking me to hang out, but really what he needed was a ride. (laughs) Okay. So I was talking to my best friend at the time, and, you know, she was a good best friend. She was like, I don't think you should go do this, but if you want to, I'll help you come up with a lie. And I was like, okay, perfect. Because I was embarrassed to leave all of my friends. So I came up with this elaborate lie. At the time, I was working at Abercrombie Kids. I came up with this elaborate lie that – I lied to my parents about where I was that night, that I was working at Abercrombie Kids that night because this ice skating rink was right by the mall, and that my parents were actually at the mall and they were going to go visit me at work. So I had to leave. Damn, girl. (laughs) So I had to leave to go to work in case my parents stopped by. 
Everyone's like, oh my gosh, of course. Go, go, go get it, girl. When really I went and picked up this guy and drove him an hour and a half. I was his chauffeur. I drove him an hour and a half to like drop something off to his friend. You were just wanting to spend time with him. I'm sick. Okay, but you know what's so embarrassing? I don't even think we made out. (laughs) A crime. A crime. (laughs) But you know what's funny is like I got a lot of those responses of like women doing nice things for a man who didn't really care about them. Right. And in my mind, it was like, what crazy shit did we do? Like one girl told me that (laughs) she just made him, only him on her close friends, and she posted it and made it look like she was in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking with crazy. So then I messaged her and I was like, girl, what is the update? She's like, I thought it was like years ago. She did this recently. (laughs) And she's like, he responded and was like, are you okay? And she's like, I I haven't responded and haven't posted anything in like four (laughs) days to make him really worry. I'm like, that is dedication. That is a four-day crazy dedication. (laughs) That commitment is fucking, you deserve a round of applause. So I was just like, wow, these women are really out there doing like really nice things for these guys that don't care about them. And I'm trying to run our car off the road. Right. So it was just like a different kind of crazy, but like I get it. I get it. We've, I've done both. Yes. I've done both. Someone else said I threw a full large pizza at a wall during a fight. Fair. Fair. Veggies, pepperoni, flying. I could picture flying. it. Honestly. when you oh. That's the type of crazy though. Then he'd storm out and I'd be like, fuck, I want that pizza and go eat it off the floor. <laughs> he'd be like, he's being a dick and I don't have my pizza. Yeah. That would just piss me off <laughs> even more. And then I'd be mad at him and myself. Yeah. Someone else said they threw an entire dresser worth of his clothes out the window. That one is always like, it makes me think of like a movie scene. Like that one is a movie scene. That is something that I honestly have almost done several times, but never did it because then I was like, I feel like I'd end up going up there and cleaning them or I just didn't want my neighbors to think I was crazy, you know? Yeah, fair. Something about those gym shorts laying in the street. Just Yeah. And then someone else said, I drove two hours to his house without him knowing and just sat outside and spied. Honestly, there are a lot of girls out there doing the stakeout. Like, that is girls funny. Are that's, kind of, that's kind of creepy. But the thing is, have you ever I, done it? Oh, I've sh- knocked on his door. Wait, what? Girl, I was like, he isn't texting me back. He isn't responding. I'm like, Knocked it, on his door. Did he live at home with his parents? No. Okay. He lived in his own house in college. The thing is, I know these girls, the energy in their bodies when they're driving over there and you're staking out at his house, like your heart is pumping. Oh, yeah. The anxiety. The, you are like revved up mm-hmm. because you're obviously doing that because you think you're going to like find something or you know he's up to some shady uh, shit. That you think that's why they're doing it? Yeah. Why else would they? I don't know. I guess that must be 100%. I think it's like you think Or they're just like wondering like why isn't he answering or like what's he doing tonight? Like, right? Yeah, so like he's doing shady shit. But like it's just funny to think of like that energy that they're in, like just fight or flight. I've been there. Did you ever have AIM? AOL Instant Messenger? Mm -hmm. Fuck. I feel sad for you. Those were really, really good times. This isn't like that crazy because I know every single girl at the time did it. But I would just put on these like really – mysterious away messages that would always be like some sort of target to the guy I was interested in. Oh, did it work? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ooh, Christina, you had game. I girl. mean, it was it was more along the lines of the girl in the hospital faking the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> I qualify 
identify that as game. Okay? <laughs> okay, perfect. If you get a message, it's wor- it oh, works. Oh, I got responses. I got responses, Okay, yeah. okay. Honestly, I love Steven. I'm so glad you guys are married. But, like, I would have loved to see you single. Like, oh. Like, just seeing how you were. Because we're, Christina, as we're talking about, like, dating and stuff, we are so different. We are so different. So different. Well, speaking of, let's get into today's Ask Away, okay. which is all around your questions, love, dating, relationships, situationships, whatever. We're going to be answering your questions and giving you our solicited advice. Okay. How do I handle my mother-in-law helping with wedding planning? She's taking control and hates my ideas. Okay. I have many thoughts on this. I wish I had more information. Like I want to know, is she paying for the wedding? I want to know what your fiance saying like does he like her ideas are you guys on the same page like what's happening here because I think that you have to be super careful not to take things out on your mother-in-law this is a conversation you need to have with your fiance Mm -hmm. and be like you need to help me here like this is not what we want your mother is taking control and it's one thing to be like listen I really want you to invite my 20 friends like I want them to be there for the wedding because I do agree in some In some ways, it is like a big deal for your parents, too. Like, their child is getting married. You know, you want your people there to help you celebrate. But I think there needs to be respect there. Mm -hmm. And I do honestly think that finances come into play. Because if you're paying for this entire wedding and your mother-in-law is, like, inviting 50 other people and telling you you need to go with more expensive flowers or invitations and you're having to pay for that, like, that's not okay. But do you think... If the in-laws are paying for the wedding, that the mother-in-law has more say than if she wasn't paying? Definitely. I think she has more say, for sure. I don't think she should take control of the wedding. I think it needs to be your wedding. Right. But I do think when it comes to, like, inviting more guests or something like that, I do think that there's a little bit more say. Okay. And I think of that mostly, like, from a financial perspective. Yes. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, but – I do think that there's, like, just a respectful way to communicate this mm-hmm. and just be like, I love you so much, but, like, this is my wedding, and, like, I really want it this way. And I think that's hard to say, but I think that you just got to kind of nip it in the butt instead of being passive-aggressive because that's where, like, more resentment comes. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think I have anything to add. I think you just have to be like, here being crazy. This yeah. is my wedding. <laughs> yeah. This is what we're doing. But this is really a conversation you need to have with your fiancé. Like, he needs to be like, Mom, like, stop. You're taking control of our wedding. Yeah. Because if she, she might hate- not even realize that. Yeah. And if she's hating all the ideas, that just seems like a little bit like, okay, so she's given her opinion. Give yours right back. Yeah. You know? But the finance but thing- You come from, like, non-judgmental mothers. I know. See, that's the thing. I don't. I like, come from a judgmental mother who's like, amazing. Love you, but like my mom would have a lot of opinions. Yeah, my mom and dad are like so chill. Like I, yeah, it's hard for me even like reading this question. I'm like, what would that be? Like my mom would just be like, oh, cool. Like whatever you want, it's good. Yeah. My mom would be like, that is the tablecloth you want to go with. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. That my is my mom crazy. would be like. See, the have- thing is, I'm gonna be that mom. Not think gonna be, so? Because my mom will have a suggestion, and I'll be like, that is so disgusting. You have no taste. We're yeah. doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like that to my mom. And she's like, oh, my God, okay. No, I think I, like, strike a very fair balance. Mm-hmm. But my mom would for sure be like, that is so tacky. My mom would be like, you're not going to have any seafood for cocktail hour? People are coming all the way here for the wedding. You're not going to give them enough food, Christina? You only want tray past hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> 
And I'm like, that's how they do it in California. And she's like, you cannot ask people to fly across the country for trade past our doors. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So like, I get it. I also think it's like, again, ethnic mothers. Yeah. And maybe like something to do with like East Coast Jersey mothers as well. Yeah. Because I don't know. I mean, my mom, we're as white as they come. Yeah. And we live in essentially the mid- Colorado is kind of like Midwest. Midwest yeah. Like, I don't even know that. The fact that you have trade past our doors seems lovely. In Jersey and like East Coast weddings are so much more elaborate, extravagant, really? like glamorous, I would say, where I feel like in California, and I don't know how it is in other places in the country, but it's more chill. It's more chill. Or like in California, all the places that I was looking at for wedding venues, which were very nice, like expensive places, uh-huh. what you would get like food wise was nothing in comparison to how it is on the East Coast. On the East Coast, I feel like food is like almost like top priority. And it is like so wild. I wish you came actually, to my wedding. No, I wish I knew you when I, I want to go to your wedding. But actually I went to, I was like, I really want to go to an East Coast wedding. My friend Carly got married on the East oh, Coast. Yeah. And the cocktail hour, insane. Okay, so. So much food. They had like four different like stations. I was like, I have never seen a wedding like this. Oh, yeah. And it was amazing. So honestly, yeah, screw those trade pest hors d'oeuvres. We need more. Yeah, we had like lobster tails and crab legs, like literally for a cocktail hour. Yeah. Okay, we're really diverted from our question. Oh yeah, what was the question? <laughs> no, I think we answered we it. We get it. Okay. <laughs> what are your views on your partner using slash watching porn? How do you not let your partner's porn make you feel insecure? That's such an interesting question. Let me get into the mind of being in a relationship again. Okay. I'd chop his dick off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not okay with this either. I kind of feel like if you're watching porn, we're watching it together and it's a mutual decision. I agree. Otherwise, like, that's not cool with me. I kind of agree. I think that you shouldn't be doing that. The only way we would is if we're trying to, like, spice things up. And also, porn for men can be extremely damaging, right? Isn't there, like, a lot of studies on that where they create, like, unrealistic, like, sex standards and stuff. Am I making this up? No, I mean, I'm sure there's a study on that, but I bet you there's probably a study that's like, it literally means nothing. You shouldn't feel insecure Probably. You're right. Maybe. I don't know. I can't tell you how to not feel insecure because I don't know if it would necessarily make me feel insecure because sometimes whenever we've watched porn together, I'm not like, oh my gosh, he is like wishing he was with them instead of me. Like I've never felt like that. Yeah. So I don't know if you should feel insecure, but it would piss me off to be honest with you. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It would piss me off. Uh, Yeah. I want to be very happy about it. Yeah. And I guess I would just have a conversation and be like, okay, why do you feel like you need to watch porn? Mm -hmm. Is there something missing from our sex life that we can talk about and figure out to meet those needs without watching porn? Right. Or if you're going to be watching porn, is this something that like we can include when it's the two of us? Yeah. Yeah. I used to have- I'm sure there's some porn you'd like too. Yeah. Maybe you need to turn the tables around. I used to have a subscription to this porn site called, it was like ethical porn by this female director. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you would do that and making yourself feel better about it. That it's like ethical porn. It was like artistic. And there was this one. My friend Hannah told me about it. Uh, And there was like this one that I like love to watch. (laughs) She was like a German baker. And at night she would like. She would like bake the dough. And then the two like the two guys working in the bakery would just like fuck the shit out of her every night. Wait, that's kind of (laughs) hot. No, it was hot. Like I think about it kind of a lot. Wait. Like these had more elaborate storylines. I think that that is the type. Okay. That is the difference I think that like men and women with porn the storyline women like want more storyline they want more of a build up like this man has been baking her bread for years and the tension has been building Mm -hmm. and then he just fucks around the table and then they fuck on the dough and then they sell the dough next day too I was like oh scandalous yeah sex bread Love that. Oh my God. Okay, well, maybe you need to incorporate some more ethical porn 
into your relationship. I think it's called Erica Lust. Erica Lust. look into that. Next question. My boyfriend is divorced, and I can't stop comparing myself to his ex. We have been together for a year and a half, and I keep thinking a ring will calm my mind. How do I stop comparing myself? Okay, listen to this. These are my celebrity crushes. Jason Momoa. Will Smith. Well, not really anymore, but Will Smith in the movie Wild Wild West. Okay? Okay. Jack Harlow. Could not be more different. More different. You can be attracted to different types of people. I think you have to like remind yourself like, okay, look at all the people I'm attracted to. Just because I'm attracted to Jason Momoa doesn't mean I think less of Jack Harlow. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So this is the perfect comparison that you're... <laughs> I'm trying to be serious. No, you, I, like, I, I like what you're He still down. can find you attractive even though maybe the ex is Jack Harlow and you're now Jason Momoa. For sure. And I also don't necessarily think that, honestly, a ring will calm your mind. Because at the same time, like, you need to be able to trust him and know that he's devoted to you. Yeah. And if there's a reason behind this comparison, like, is he still talking to his ex? Like, does he talk about her? Like, what's going on there? You need to, like, figure that out. Yeah. But if it's just, like, some inner dialogue and he's really not doing anything to make you jealous or to feel insecure, then I think you honestly need to take Ryan's advice yeah. and realize you can like Harlow and Jason Momoa at the same time. Yeah. And also remember, like, you are fucking, like, I think you need to really work on your confidence here yes. and be like, I'm fucking sexy. He's with me. I'm secure in this relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm secure in myself. I think the time and energy you're focusing on worrying about the ex, you need to use and start building up the confidence on yourself. 1,000%. How do I get my husband to be more intentional in our marriage? We are married for five and a half years and together for 10 plus. And we have three kids under three and a half. So yes, I get it. Our life is insane. It really is. But you make time and hustle to do the things that are important. He hasn't bought me a B-Day, Valentine, Christmas, Mother's Day's gift on his own in years. I remind him and remind him and remind him because I know he hasn't shopped. He gets mad that I'm a nag and it ruins the spirit of the reason for the holiday. My POV is there's no excuse to forget. Everything is so easy to shop on your phone. You make a plan and just buy a gift. It's not even about the actual gift. It's more about that I feel like I am not worth his time to think about and shop for me. My kids are old enough now to see and understand too, and I don't want this example for them. I've tried talking to him about it a million times before and after each holiday. I've texted him links to things I'd like, texted him reminders. I've tried the petty route where I forget to get things for him, and I can tell he feels guilty but never changes. This is really tough. This kind of reminds me, though, of, like, the weaponized incompetence. I don't know if that's, like, going too far, but did you see on TikTok everyone was posting about all the woman did was ask for her husband to go pick up the cake for the child's birthday, and she said, just don't get an ice cream cake. And he gets an ice cream cake, and he doesn't put it in the freezer, and it melts. And there is everyone, like, weighing in on this. I just feel like— Wait, what were they saying? It's basically, like, you need— to like leave him <laughs> but yes it's a simple thing like it's a cake but basically kind of dissecting all of the other layers to it on like how he really doesn't care about you yeah if, if he can't listen and do that like and i think other women opened up about like it's exhausting to have to ask your partner to like love you how you need to be loved now i think this would be a good time to talk about love languages yes because it sounds like 
gifts is important to you. And also it is the thought about the behind it. But like, I'm sorry, if he hasn't gotten you a gift in like years, I would be so upset too. Yeah, like, I, that's would, I would so, feel super hurt. I would be so I, hurt. I think you need to maybe take it away from like the gifts itself and really be like, hey, I think we should read this book together, The Five Love Languages. Mm-hmm. I really want to work on this. I think this would help like get us like closer in our marriage or work on some of these things. And both understanding, because if he reads this book from an outside perspective of a different route than what you've been saying for the last three years, he might see it in a different way and be like, it's not really about the gifts. It's about what's behind it. I feel like that could be a good solution on to get through to him in another way. Right. I also think that for the next holiday or something like that, and I think this is going to take a lot of self-control, I think you need to not say a single thing. Do not suggest any gifts. Do not like put those little hints out. Do not remind him. And just see what he does on his own. Because I do sometimes think that like men are capable of doing things. And I think us women in this situation, because he's getting upset with you for like nagging and nagging and nagging, I think that like he's getting annoyed. And it's almost in a way him reacting to how he feels like you're treating him. I would just try it. Try it. Try and see what happens. But I think that there needs to be like a two-pronged approach because I do think that like you're clearly hurt by this and there is a deeper meaning as to why you're hurt. Mm -hmm. Like you said, and I do get that too with kids. Like you want them to be thoughtful. You want them to like appreciate someone and make people feel appreciated. So this is like a multi-layered approach or multi-layered problem. And even like, oh my gosh, getting the kids like, okay, it's mom's birthday coming up. Like let's get her this gift. Like that lesson of teaching them, that is so Mm -hmm. powerful. And I think- would be really special, but obviously he's not doing that. Yeah, ugh, this makes me sad, sad for you. I'm sorry. I know. I'm really sad. This reminds me of – so my love language is physical touch, like we said at the beginning of the episode. And I always initiated, like, kissing and hugging with my ex. So I did exactly what you said. I just stopped. And to see how long we would go without kissing. And? Like, over a week. Nothing. And then I was like, okay, well, I don't really know what to do here now. But, I mean – so my, my advice is not Well, no, this is very different. We were very young and I remember reading the love language book and I just started, this was, I read the book after we broke up and I just started bawling my eyes out because I was like, I feel like if we had this knowledge, we could have learned each other much mm-hmm. better and maybe like saved that relationship. Yeah. I also think me. that I agree with the love languages, but I think that like part of me feels like this guy's not going to read the book, mm. but there's a quiz you can take. And I think it would be helpful to at least take the quizzes to better understand, have him take it to you to understand what his love languages are. Because you guys might just be like loving and receiving and giving love differently. And to know what his love languages are, like maybe there are other things that he does for you that he thinks is like him showing you love and is upset that you are not appreciating that. Yeah. Next question. My boyfriend is reserved, borderline shy. He's not super sexual in nature. We have a normal sex life of like one to two times a week. We also live together. In my past, guys initiated a lot. Have it be flings or my boyfriends initiated like dirty talk, foreplay, etc. And he's just very straight to the point. I told him that him never going down on me honestly messes with my head. And he said he's just not super confident in it and hasn't done it enough to where he wants to. I want to be kinky in my relationship some, but I also know he's not, if he's not into it, it's fine. I've been in a body funk, and when that's happened in the past, guys being sexy with me diminished it. I felt wanted and confident. Chicken or the egg? 
get my head right around confidence for myself or see how I can navigate shy guy to open up more. I'm a Leo, if that helps. Both. And I'm sorry, as soon as you said to him that you want him to go down on you and he said, I just don't have no, enough experience. You could be like, ah, you could practice I on me. Experience. Like literally, who, what? <laughs> what? Wait, like, would that be a deal breaker for you if you were dating a guy and he was like, I just don't feel like I want to go down on you? I just can't imagine that. <laughs> I think that would be a deal breaker. <laughs> I just couldn't even imagine a world. Okay, yeah, no, that, okay, there's a, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of layers here. There's a lot of layers here. Number one is you should be like, I know that you said you don't have enough experience in that, and I get it, but you don't have to, like, be perfect at it. Like, we can learn and, like, grow together. Like, hopefully we're together for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Like, sex keeps changing. Like, you keep evolving. Like, yeah, I'd be like, one night... I'll tell you exactly what I want, and then I'll also go down on you, and you tell me exactly how you like it. Exactly. So make it like a reciprocal thing. Yeah. Oh, you know what's so fun? I just remember that I have all this, like, edible chocolate body paint in my bag. Ooh. Today? Yeah. Oh. I just got it. Someone gifted it to me. Wow. I know. Perfect. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, that's anyway, layer one. <laughs> layer one. Layer two, just because he's shy doesn't mean he can't be a freak in the sheets. So it sounds like he's maybe not super confident in bed and he doesn't want to get like freaky. But I think also never have this conversation in the bedroom. Have it like in a neutral mm -hmm. space, like where you can really be like, okay, I want to get freakier. Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, try some things. Like how do we get, how are we going to do that? And I think just like the more you talk about sex, maybe the more comfortable he will get. Definitely. Because a lot of people like you don't know their backstories with sex. If you like grew up religious or like or whatever, there could be so many factors right. that makes him not comfortable. Because it sounds like sex for him isn't just like like he's not comfortable being like, babe, I want to do this tonight. Like right. you definitely are leading that. And you're going to have to kind of like work through that with him to get him more comfortable. Agreed on all of the above. And regarding your body confidence, I do think that is something that you just have to work on internally because I don't think this seems like it might take him a while. And I don't think that you should be connecting your body confidence to him not wanting to be more kinky in bed. Yeah. And I think that could be a bonus. Like, of course, like when your partner in bed is like, oh my God, your body, like I'm obsessed with your body. Like you look so hot. That's going to be like a little boost. But I think you with yourself needs to establish that like baseline. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. I hope that helped. You guys maybe should listen to the Sex with Emily podcast together. I think that could also help too. Or maybe you guys should be watching this ethical porn together. <gasps> Yeah. I suggest either the food truck one in Spain <laughs> or the German Wait, maiden in the bakery. <laughs> Quite good. Okay. <laughs> Amazing, you guys. Well, thank you so much for listening as always. We'll see this you concludes next... our month of love. Yes, we hope you enjoyed the month of love. This was so fun. February. Wow, what a month. I know. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.